as we begin. We are beginning. Here, this is how one of the, one of my favorite one of my favorite uh, things about weather, about when it's cold and rainy, especially when it's cold and rainy. Many of you, oh, exactly. So Shua knows. Shua has been in this year long enough to know what I'm going to say already, and it's true. What I like sometimes about about bad about, but we have got a hazard over. What 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 I like about bad weather, quote unquote. Uh, rainy weather. I actually just, believe it or not, I had to change because I was somewhere else and I literally, I had like a window of like drizzle and I started, it was like Murphy's Law, totally. As I'm running out, I'm like, okay, I got it, I got it. I was like two minutes from my car and then, bam, I got nailed. Literally had to go home to totally uh, change. I was uh, dripping, Baruch Hashem. And what I love about weather that's challenging weather is that it forces a person to have the weather on the inside, right? Because when the weather's good on the outside, that's why I love people, sorry, Yehuda, that's why people love to live in Florida, even though Florida also has terrible weather sometimes, right, with the hurricanes. But California, whereas uh, Yisrael is not here, any Californian, that's why people love California. Why? Because everyone wants to wake up, right? It's, it's, it's the, uh, the wheel is spinning and the hamster's dead. I want to wake up every day and I want the weather to teach me how I'm going to feel inside. Oh, why are you having a bad day? Oh, it's so rainy and cold. Oh, you too, me too. Oh, my spouse did this. Oh, this one did this. Oh, my, my yeshiva. Oh, my this. It's beautiful for everybody to excuse their weather on the inside because of the weather on the outside. But when the weather on the outside stinks, so you have no other option but to face the weather on the inside. And one of the things is I'm going to introduce our guest speaker for today, Sunday. Binyamin, you should be complimented because I, I, I had a different guest. I have a whole guest speaker lineup. Um, so I'm going to say, but someone said, no, uh, if I can't have this guest speaker who's going to talk a little bit about psychology and understanding, they said, why don't you just ask Binyamin? So I said, okay, maybe we'll have Binyamin be the guest speaker one of the days. Okay, right? That would be good. Right. Okay, so like this. Here we go. So let's just learn. I want to make sure that we learn a halacha. And then, then I'm going to introduce our speaker for the day. The speaker will, and our guest, will um, give a five to ten minute little bit of an overview of who he is and, and where he got to where he got to. And then, then it's open to you. I'm going to try and be as best of a, uh, in the audience as I can. I'll try and keep it, keep it, keep it um, quiet. If I have to facilitate some things, I will. Um, we're hoping, this is all a hachana, that Bez Hashem will one day, hopefully maybe next week or the following week, we'll have a schus to hear from uh, the, the Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi, Rabbi Lazarus. Right? We might need a little bit more time for that, to hear his journey from uh, Columbia University, right? Is that NYU? Right? From NYU? And Columbia, NYU. So Amir Tashem, looking forward to hear all the way down to here as, as we're blessed. Hashem blessed us. Uh, today we're going to have a big schus to hear, can I call him, the, the, someone who's going to teach us a little bit about his journey, Rabbi Eisenberg, to, to Breslov, how he became a Breslov or Chassid, right? Uh, something that is not simple. Uh, it's not so simple. People think being a Breslover just means you show up to Uman. And that's it. He might correct me and he might say, yeah, that's all you got to do to be a breast lover. But I don't believe that it's that easy. 
I'm sure it's a little bit harder than that because anyone who's called, I think in Vilna, you know they used to call the Vilna, the Goyen from Vilna, they used to reference him as the Chassid from Vilna. Chassid from Vilna. So, so to be a Chassid is not a simple task. So we're going to have the Schuss to hear from, from the Chassid Hatzadik Rav Eisenberg today who's going to share us a little bit about his journey and we'll be able to ask questions. Before that, let's learn Hilchas Lashonar because we don't want to go a day without learning the halachas of from the Chavetz Chaim. Um, it's an honor. Oh, I had a quick story about the Chavetz Chaim. Oh, I had a great, quick, great story. You know what? This will be the halacha we're going to learn today. Um, what page are we up to? Day 35? I just want to tell everybody. So I was at my... I got to be careful because sometimes my mother listens to this shir, so I'm going to have to tell her she, she might have to not listen to this part. Right? Why? What happened? So I was at my mother's for Shabbos, and my mother ordered a cater. This per- Mamash, I was thinking about all of you o- over Shabbos. Why? Because my mother ordered dips from a caterer. And all the dips came, and she was all excited, because, right, this is our halacha for today, okay? So, so we're talking Hilchus Lashon Hara. And we were, um, and she ordered liver. I love, I like liver, right? And she ordered liver. And I did not like, that's why my mother can't listen to this, because I didn't say this at the table. And my, and my mother ordered liver, and I did not like the liver. I didn't think it was good. So at the end of Shabbos, or through this conversation, we were talking about like, oh, so Mir Tashem, you'll come back. Like, how was the liver, right? So I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? I can't say I didn't like the liver. I don't like the liver. Because maybe, right, my mother, first of all, my mother might tell somebody, or uh, that's Avak Lashon Hara or, or Lashon Hara itself. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? So I was, like, I was like, you know what? I think the truth is, I think you bought a lot of dips. They're all great. Um, it, it, I'm not sure if we need to get the liver next time. It was delicious. It was fine. But I'm not sure you would have to order the liver. It could be I could also bring liver. Like I totally like, I don't know if I did such a good job, but I was so self-conscious not to say anything about the liver. How amazing is that? Can I get a, yeah. Right? Now, if you can imagine, now, if you can be sensitive, thank you, thank you. Now, if you're sensitive about liver, could you imagine being sensitive to a human being? Right? To be careful, to talk. We were talking about the dips and this. And we were like, okay, great. How was this? How was that? And it was fine. Baruch Shem. I bring this wherever I go. We brought this. My mother knows for sure. We all know. My family knows. We're, there's no way we're talking Lashara. But it's challenging because it's like, I don't want her to order the liver. I did not like the liver. Now, why am I able to say it to you guys here? Because no one here is going to figure out where it was from. I'm going to have to WhatsApp my mother and tell her she cannot listen to the shear today. Um, uh oh, and I hope anyone who's listening doesn't know, okay, that might be a problem. Just joking, I like the liver. I don't know what to do now. Okay, Mr. Shem, I shouldn't save me. Maybe I said too much. The liver, you know what? It wasn't my style. How's that? Is that better? It wasn't my style. Some people love it. It was delicious liver. Not for me. I like a heavier, heavier. He knows. It's your nose. That's probably not. That's probably not. A Heimish, the the, the Kents, uh, uh, the base, the base of us is not living. There's not not a not a not a liver like a modernish liver. Leben, Leben, exactly. Okay. Without further ado, 
It's an honor, uh, a yid, a tzaddik, a yid who lives what a yid is. That's part of what it is. I want to hear myself the story. Right? Okay, straight through my eyes already. Thank you, Rabbi Fisher, for literally putting me on the spot. Um, I am nervous. Um, but thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Um, definitely opportunity to talk. Thank you. I, you know, I, I don't know where to start. And I am nervous, and I don't like this uh, thing. So. Can you ask questions? Will that help? Yeah, you can ask it. Yeah. How did you become... What, why wrestling? Where? So great. So first of all, that's the one thing I wanted to. Uh, uh, I do want to say before is that more than I consider my, more than I feel like a wrestler, and you know, even though it's something I, I'm proud to portray and give off. The the nakuda, the main nakuda on my journey and journey that's journey, I still journey in life. As I'm, I'm a, we're all the same bus of a dumb, is uh, the nakuda of feeling like a yid, and maxing out and being a yid. And that's what really, um, on a personal note, I could say it personally, like if I could say, uh, on a personal note, that, that's what led me to Reb Nachman's teachings. So, and, 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 first, and first it led me to Kassidus, and then to Reb Nachman's teaching, is the, this nekud of max, maxing out being a Yid. Um, my journey started, uh, Baruch Hashem, I, I was born to great parents, and still living, they should be gesund, in Lakewood, New Jersey. Or it's, I, I, I call the Lakewood, I always call it Lakewood, I still call it Lakewood. Some people, you know, I get it. You know, some people call it South Jersey or Jackson or how. <laughs> Depends on, the, on, on your association. And for me, it was, we, it was a great, a great, it was a great, you know, I grew up, it was a, it was a, it was a, a wonderful, uh, you know, I loved it. I loved it. I, would go, I went to YTT. Anybody's all our Lakewood, whatever. I grew up in one yeshiva there. Um, there, tell about mitzvah actually. Tell about mitzvah. Now, there's a certain thing. I guess my journey, journey, you know, my journey in life was always. Uh, I, I just, I, I definitely wanted to always chill out. Like, um, on a personal note, I didn't want to hurt my parents, you know, but I did want to chill. I always wanted to chill, and you know, chilling doesn't always lead to good places. <laughs> So, uh, there was always this underlying thing of, let's do it, you know, but, but, but Yiddishkeit was like, Yiddishkeit, learning, learning, you know, being brought up, I, I was, I was, I was, it was, it was definitely in, in the bone, in my bones, the Yiddishkeit has got, it got, has to be Geschmack, there's something, Yiddishkeit, you know, with all the different, you know, people call it restriction and, 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 and mitzvahs, and, and I, you know, all the different things, the obstacles that people say, this I can't do, that I can't do. I also, you know, we all, we all made it. I grew up in, in, in very, uh, very strict, very strict yeshivish uh, atmosphere. Yeah. I, even though my, yeah, pretty much. 
Now, I, I was confident that this is the right way. Over time, I got that, that confident, you know, confidence and realization that this is it, and, invest, you know, and I investigated as much as I could. I knew this is the right thing. And from hearing everything else out there, and from um, observing as a kid, as growing up, you know, and experiencing the fun that I experienced, um, I realized that it's not, you know, the Torah Mitzvah really was, uh, I knew that something, it's there. I, I had a feeling very, you know, and real enjoyment. I was, I was partying and doing different things, and I wasn't, and I was having a good time. And I have good friends, and my, all my friends, uh, not all, most of them, are not doing what I'm doing right now. They're doing a so different, different avoidance, as we call it. So... They're, 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 no, the mostly, mostly, no, the, mostly are all, all, all religious, but a different, a whole different, uh, you know, a different style. Not, I don't know how to put it. Different, different, different than, different than me. In a, in a, in a, in a kuda that I was, what I mean to say is that I was also look, I was always looking for the easy way out. Easy Judaism, as Rabbi Fisher always, you know, the wheel spinning with the master there. <laughs> I Meaning, yeah, Judaism, get on the get on the, the conveyor belt. You wake up in the morning, you go diving, you have your coffee, and then you be a you be a be a Jew. But you know, in the in the in the in the in the system, just uh, you know, just uh, out of route doing. I appreciate you know it's, it was nice the Jewish culture, we call it, and being a religious Jew is important. I was also you know I felt guilty not to do it, like you know, I, I knew that you know I believed. Enough amuna that uh, believe you're going to get punished for not doing the right thing. So I'm just going to do it easy. Anytime you have an le- easy loophole, you know, to avoid the uh, halakha or to find somebody's make, you know, just easy Judaism and chill and, and uh, you know, step over various here, do this thing, you know. And, and uh, like I think most of us connect. That happens to be why I connect very much just uh, to the guys here, all you guys, Gavaldi, Bamis. I connect to this, I, I grew up in the very similar, in my time, it was only, it was 30, 35, 40 years ago, I'm 43 now, Baruch uh, Hashem, but you know, growing up in the mind, the Nisyanis that you guys are going through now, so mine were different, but similar, kind of, just you know, chill. But there was something deeper on, on, the, on, the, on the inside, it was just yearning inside me, it was like, there's something, we have to do this right, Look, observing, and you see that are you doing it right, doing it, with like, like, you know, having much more fun and much more enjoying life than I was with my Mishigasim, what we'll call it, and everybody with their own Mishigasim, we all have our own Mishigasim, and I've, I've seen it. So that led me to investigate and try to achieve that, and which I do till today, trying to do it. Hashem's help, mess up, we get up, we fall, we get down, we get up. And um, bring into the breast one thing with Nachman was a big chizik, and, and, and which is something you need to do every day. We talk about it all the time. It's the Indian of, of, of being happy about it. The Indian of simcha. When did you find when did I find breast I was actually reading some Ma'am Lays, the Ma'am Lays, the English Ma'am Lays, on uh, the Ari Kaplan translated. Um, it was very interesting. I used to read through you know, different pieces. And um, he, he, he quoted sometimes Rabbi Nachman, and then, and then, like, it came in very slowly. The truth is, it came in very slowly. He quoted Baal Shem Tev Rabbi Nachman. And I had no idea who Rabbi Nachman was. I didn't even know, I was such a, I grew up so litvish, I didn't even know Rabbi Nachman. Like, it's, he said something like, a great leader, Rabbi Nachman, lived, whatever, he said in the 1700s. And then later in life, somebody showed me a different book from Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. Um, his English translation in all your ways, 
that also changed my life. And it was, it was something, the, the way they, they translated it was the, the chizik, the, the bringing out the point of simcha, the bringing out the point of focusing on the good and the, in, in you and around you and looking at the world in a better, in a better light and, and, and Yiddishkeit in a better light and where you're holding. Put it that Not even that, where I'm holding. Where I'm holding. Like, like part of the struggle as, as a kid was like, the world is so geschmack, so much geschmack in the world. Why do I have to be restrict, restricted to all of it in Yiddishkeit? Because if if you don't do Yiddishkeit right, so it's very restricted. But if you really get, if you if you investigate, and we, if we do, and a little more investigation, there's there's like we, there's there's, uh, there's there's much there's there's a lot. It's so much there's so much so much deeper than 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 the restrictions. It's not about the restrictions. It's 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 enjoyable. Yiddishkeit, the, the, every other way is just, it leads you to dead ends and misery. And, and I've seen it, I see it more and more, I've seen it more and more. It's just, but when you do Yiddishkeit right, it's, it's ecstasy. It's, it's gewalt. I see it more and more. The, more. the more I do it right, the more people around us do it right, the communities that, it's not just communities, but the more people, you hang around people doing right, you see there's so much more, less negative behavior, less destructive behavior, less destructive addiction and all these things, and more real quality life. And, and, and it's something I want to connect to all the time, and I try, and it's a journey. It's a journey, and, and you know, I have the ups and the downs, and, the, and it's part of life. And, and first, that's that. Um, one of the things... I love coming here. I love coming here because the, 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 the pulsation of life is here. Especially in, yeshiva, in Bambas, in this kind of yeshiva, in Fisher, the, the pulsation of real life is here. We have all kinds of yidin, you know, all kinds of yidin, literally, all of us, all kinds of guys, you know, from, the, you know, from, from guys struggling outwardly, struggling inwardly, guys learning, guys not learning, guys doing this, guys doing that, all different, a uh, mini world. And, and, and the tzaddikim teaches us that's, that's reality. The reality is this yeshiva. There's, certain, there's, I mean, there's different realities. Every yeshiva has a unique. To Marius, I remember him saying that every kehila, every shul has their uniqueness. Has their way. And that's why, uh, you know, we always say we're not making fun of chas v'shalom and any, any derech, nevoiz v'shalom is a derech. The beauty of, the, of this, this derech is that it's like, it's, we're a mini world in here. And like, you know, I come to Shemanesu, I come to Davening, and I understand, when we come to Shabbos, it's in, in, in life. It's like, we're, we're, we're in the struggle. This yeshiva is like a, a real, real time. The real time, what's going out there, the struggles are, are real time. It's not like, you know, sometimes you're living, I, I grew up in it also, meaning, I grew up in that bubble. And it always bothered me, the guys that, it, it not bothered me, in a bad, it hurt me. And still, <coughs> today, it, hurts, it hurts very much for the people that fall out. I, I, I mamish feel that pain. In, in a personal way for people that drop out of the system because I get it I get it I could say for myself I, I the, there was thing, certain things held me back I'm grateful to today that very much that held me back from really falling out it was um, I, I didn't want to hurt certain people in my life and that was saved me so but the pain was there that the pain that that's something we have this pain and it's painful when people fall, when people fall out. And it's like, the pain is like, chaval, we didn't get this straight. Chaval, like, we got it. And, 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 and it led me more and more to Rabbi Nachman's main message, an important message. He's, everything, everything fails just be simple. Because I just saw this week also, he says, Atzvus brings more various than mistake than simcha brings to hurlilis. Hurlilis is, is wrong simcha. He says, sadness brings more damage 
damage, wrong sadness, wrong, da- wrong sadness brings more damage than simcha that will lead you to hoilus is frivolous. Meaning, even if you be simcha and, it, and once in a while it leads a guy, like it leads a guy to the wrong kind of simcha, you know, and a wrong kind of hoilus that could bring to avers, he says it's much more common the other way. It's much more common the other way. And so funny, you see. You see, you talk, I see it. You can see it in Bechush. People say, do people do crazy things? People do Nanach, you know, the whole, the whole Nanach trip, you know. It, 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 you see people more, I, I've seen it all over, Bechlal. You know, I, last night I went to visit, uh, my, last night was funny, and, and, and I went to learn with my son. So the past few weeks, we try to do Avisubanim. We try to get colorful. Like, see, we always did it. We used to go down the block to the base of So, uh, you know, either I fell asleep, my kids fell asleep. So we decided, you know, we're going, we're going, Matzah Shavos, we're driving out. So uh, last week we went to Kei Rachel and we learned from Kei Rachel. This week he says, let's go to Beit Rabbeinu. Beit Rabbeinu is a, is a, a breast of a shul in the old Givadzev. And, um, and we, so we, I was never there. And we pull up there, it's Gavali vibe. Wow. It's like dug out in the man. It's crazy. So we sat down and we learned there. And it was great. I learned with my son. He enjoyed it and I enjoyed it. And during the, obviously when I was realizing, like, like this is the main thing. More than the five minutes and the hour of Gemara that I want to learn with my son was that he should, Matzah Shabbos, he should enjoy going to, going to, to the Avos Like, even if I, which I made the chedim, like, so what, if I go down the block, I'm going to learn with him for an hour, but it, whatever, it's not going to be as a Gishmak learning. Here, we went up to the top, it was great, he had such a good thing, that he wants to go, he wants to go on Matzah Shabbos. So it's not even about the hour, the hour that I learned. It was, it, was, he, it was a good vibe to go out. Now, when we came to the top, when we went to there, so I met the guy that runs the place, so he said, oh, tomorrow we're going to Zikim, today. You want to come with me to Zikim? Want to come to Zikim? Is on the border of Aza. He said, well, "I just bought an Anach truck. I'm going down. There's about 650 soldiers over there. We're going to Samech." So I told him, "I tell you the truth, Yonatan, I, I, I work, I, and, and so I have a big. I, since the beginning of the war, I have a taiva every single, almost every day, literally. Today, maybe now it's pouring not, but last night I had a taiva to do it." <laughs> To go down to the bases. And, but I, honestly, I was like, but we're doing, I'm on a mission here. I work here. And on, on a, Rabbi Fisher knows, even though we say, I work here, but if I would pull out, Rabbi Fisher would be meichel me. And not only that, he'd say, gewaldig that you went out there. But on my, on my mission, I feel that I belong, I gotta be, I can't be on the bases. Just like those soldiers, you, what do you mean, the soldiers, 500 soldiers, if you say, oh guys, come visit yeshivas one day, yeshivas fishes one day, they just can't do it. Because they're not allowed to go. So it was more of the responsibility to, to Hashem that I was like, no, I, I, you know, it's something I deep, I want to do on the Sameach. But I got it, this is my mission, even though it's drier on one aspect, because it's not as, over there, it's lively, pumping and everything. But the thought that came out last night, so first of all, was that, like the only thing that these guys go down, who's going down, you don't have a guy giving a big mustache moves, it's one second, let me finish the point. The big Muslim moves and going down there and riling up the guys, giving a great charismatic sh- speech to the soldiers. More and more, I've heard this from different people, it's just pulling up with a Nanak truck, blasting music, and the guys just make them happy. And they become better soldiers. When we're happier people, we're better people. We're happier people. So that was a thought. And the second thought was that now that I'm up here, it was Ashkacha for whatever the Abisha made, that I'm not in Zikim right now. <laughs> I'm standing in front of the Holy Yeshiva Gavali. Thank you, Hashem. What was the question? So, what about Miftoyim? What about putting feeling on the soldiers? Soldiers that, as Mamash, they were the Shorah, 
good thing. And nobody, they're not going to put feeling on otherwise. That's Mamash is helping them do a mitzvah. It's not just going to the Bibasimeya. It's not just going with a nana truck and uh, dancing and making them happy. It's Mamash helping them do a mitzvah. And on top of that, I was learning last night and uh, Rav mentioned Rav Yair Kadosh. He mentioned that uh, when he's in the Bay Midrash, he has opposing forces. On one hand, he wants to go do chesed and help everybody. And when he's doing chesed, he wants to go back and learn the big midrash. And he has a, always a constant pull to go do chesed, to go learn, to go do tzadik Hashem and go help the Bible. So uh, where does that uh, come in? Where is, with the second part, the first part, for, the first, the first question, I didn't understand the second part. Where did that come in and where? In what? Oh, to do it. Oh. No, so that's you're right. So for me, the struggle was was to decide where I'm at, because now I had to decide what am I going to be, where I'm going to. So I wanted to solidify, and I would like to. And it's a constant thing, is is when you have options. That's part of the problem of having so many options. Is that we okay? So I have this option, that option. So what I want to feel good, and I want to be sure that my decision. Amongst the option is the right decision. So in that case, let's say the, 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 so the tzaddik that's remaining in the base marriage, or the guy that's going out to the base is putting on, so he, he make sure he has it clear. And I make sure I have it clear. That, that was the hardest part. Now I'm very confident in what I'm doing. It's a struggle. I'm very happy to, to I concluded that this is where I'm supposed to be. 100% I concluded that's where I, that's what, and for me, that's what I, and I love it. I mean, the guys that know, the certain guys, uh, you know, David Ratner is a big, uh, one of my big fans out there, you know, because he, he does it in such a geschmack way, which leads to the first thing that you were saying, besides the dancing that they do out there, he literally brings people to fill in. He, 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 he the, the simcha, is what makes is what raises them up. Like, what are you being so down, guys? You about to go into Gaza? Do a mitzvah before you go in, and it the, brings up the whole morale that I want to do a mitzvah. They come and they want to put on tzitzis. They want to put a yarmulke. It's not just um, they're putting on a tzitzis because it's a protective force to the bullets because they heard so many stories. It's much deeper than that. Putting on tzitzis because Hashem said. But when we feel like a yid and we feel besimcha, like then naturally. We feel like we want to do the right thing, which the right thing as a yid is to do the mitzvahs. So the underlying thing is really the simcha. It leads us, when a person has the fuel of simcha, that leads us to do much more good things. May I ask That's beautiful. Thank you. And um, is there a difference of going, of going to be the simcha with them, which will lead them to tzitzis and which will lead them to akita, versus going with a pair of tzitzis and a much putting tzitzis on them and Helping them actively do a mitzvah. Um, what, which is better? Just, is, there a, like, is there a difference? To serve Hashem with simcha is the mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To, to serve Hashem with To serve Hashem with simcha is gavadig. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Shkai. Shkai. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, motion. I was wondering, what does Rav Nachman say about feeling sadness? Is there a place for sadness? Wow, amazing. That's a good Thank you for bringing that up. That Nakuda, that, so he, he talks about that sadness, what we call a marash chayr. Marash chayr is darkness, anxiety. There's, in Avoidus Hashem, there's no place for darkness, sadness, and anxiety. Um, uh, he, but he does talk about it. He says, however, he says that a person, there's something called Lev Nishbar. Lev Nishbar is a broken heart. 
And the difference between broken heart and anxiety and sadness and all that is a very fine line. So there's a, there's a measuring stick. He does give it a measuring stick. How do I know between anxiety, which is evil, and sadness, which is no good, between, um, and, and broken heart? How do I know the difference? What's the, what, using words, Lev Nishbar and Atzvah and Moshe. So he said one, one difference between, one difference that you can know the difference between is what happens afterwards. Atzvah and Moshe, sadness and anxiety brings you to more negativity. Lev Nishbar, a broken heart, will bring you to act, action, be proactive, bring you like, okay, I'm so broken, I'm so, what could I do that will raise me up? What could I, getting positive from the lame nishbar. But Ibn Nachman does point out, and, and that's a, a, a clear difference. If, I, if I'm laying in bed and I'm like, oh, I can't believe it, like we were discussing before, you know, it's already, I was supposed to get up 8 o'clock and it's already 8.30 and get more depressed and now it turns 9 o'clock, and then 9.30, and then 10, 11, then he goes for a joint, and then this and that, and, and tumble, so that's atzvah, and Moshe Chayosh is evil. He called it a broken heart. Now, he does point something very important. He says, because we're living in a generation, this was 200 years ago, that we don't know how to differentiate between a lev nishbar and atzvah, and atzvah. You don't know, you don't know what's a broken heart, and I figure out myself what leads me to this. What? Right. Right. So he does say, he said that a person should, should take an hour a day, which, was, which we call his by this, but he calls it that, that one hour a day to, to set aside for it to be in the Lev Nishba. To be what? To be broken hearted. One hour a day. Up to one, up to one hour. Because usually you can't start with an hour. You, right. So start with 10 minutes. That only those 10 minutes. He says up to an hour it could be Lev Nishba. So even if by mistake he gets sad, not more than an hour. But the rest of the, ha- rest of the day, you have to be besimcha. That's what he says. And now, do I say, as a breast of a chah, do I, I, I try, I'm human. Do I fall, I fall, I get back up. But one thing I know is rule. The rule is, you got to be besimcha 23 hours a day. With no suffix. For an hour, you could play with the anxiety, the sadness, the lay of play around with it. And, and you know what? When we do focus into that hour, I could guarantee it's those that are the best hours. I could cry my heart off, be so broken. I don't want to talk to nobody. Just talk to Hashem. I'm broken. Oh. I had it on my way to the yeshiva today. I, I, I was discussing with you with the, today when we were learning. I literally had it today. I was, I was on the bus for an hour. I was, came from whatever. I had to drop my car off. I didn't even have my car today. Baruch Hashem. And, 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 and I was on the bus. I was literally broken heart. I was just talking to Hashem. And Gavala, I came to Yeshiva, walked into Yeshiva. I met, so I don't remember who I was. And that's it. And we try. We try. Does it fall? We try. We're men of progress. We're work. The journey of life. But I know this rule. You know this rule. Wait, who's that? Is Viggy. Viggy, Viggy. Yeah, Viggy. Sounds like I, I, I didn't heard this idea before, but I never really asked about it. Mm-hmm. The idea of like, let's say you have an hour, they even be at two hours a day. So, one hour, don't even say, think. Keep, no, even if there was two hours a day, yeah. you double the amount of time of an hour that you're able to be able to tap into that late Nishbar. And it sounds like you're going to support, like, like, let me just go back into Simcha mode. It doesn't seem, it's not such a natural thing to be able to. It's not natural at all. Like, I promise you, it's I, not I, natural. I just, just, like, okay, I have an hour, I'm going to, like, it's a very in, in control, I want to say too much in control because it sounds so not realistic to be able to do. It's not like a human thing to be able to like, it's more like a robot thing. Go into this robot. You're I, right, you're I right. I just want to like choose, okay, this hour, now I'm going to go get this, 
I'm asking to you, uh, it's something I personally struggle, struggle, I work on, work on, and that's what we say, Biggie, we know what we tell you, is. that's the avoid. <laughs> the avoid is to work on it. We get better as we grow, as you try to put it into play, it gets better. But if I know that this is my goal, so then I'm working towards something. I'm, I'm working towards things that I'm not allowed to be broken. Broken, being broken, bring sad and anxiety is detrimental to your health physically and spiritually. How do you do it in a healthy way? So, first of all, during that hour, you ask Hashem for help. During that hour, Hashem, help me not be so sad. Now, certain things you'll talk, have to deal with. What do I mean? Certain things you'll have to deal with. If it's financial, if it's things, then you have to deal with it. If it's therapy, so you'll have to deal with it. But if, so if, if, you're right. So we'll have to. It, it's, it's. Oh, sorry. Okay. If I'm saying right, when I'm hearing A hundred percent. And it's an avoid to get to that. Try, try. The more the better. The more the better. I'm just suggesting maybe if you know that you have your hour that you're going to do that, then that'll help you. Wow. Right. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's a college of Russell. I'll tell you, I'm sure I asked for sure. That. You'll actually, what do you say? You will feel it? Right, which is also good because so many times I personally, so many times you you come in there. A lot of the anxiety is stussin. A lot of the anxiety during the day is just to distract us from what we're supposed to do. So, so if if you set aside an hour, you say, "Deal, anxiety, I got an hour for you." And then you come to the hour and poof. You know how many times I've been there coming and like have nothing to talk about because you're 23 hours, you knocked off 90 percent of your anxiety. And the last hour, is, Hashem, I'm so broken. I need a few dollars. Hashem, I, I wish I was like this. Great. Nice. It's wow. Wow. Sure, it was on to that. Sure, yeah. that was on to that. It's true. It's true. Beautiful, beautiful. Sure, sure, sure.
number one is if someone wants to learn more about Rav Nachman, where does he start? Aside from going through Rabbi's amazing shirt. <laughs> it's in the books, first of all, it's in the books. Yeah. So, so does recommend a certain book to start with? And um, number two is how does one just force himself to be happy? And I guess this, this whole thing kind of answered it. Like set a time, that time for sadness. Therefore, don't be <coughs> for sadness. Keep it, keep it, hold on to it. And then you'll have the time to really process it instead of like neglecting it on the way. Beautiful. Well, how does one force himself to be happy? Let's say like so, something happened and I'm just super sad and now is not my hour where I can go out to the house. So what's, what's a positive health today? To, uh, I, 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 it's I, a good, I, no, I think there's an awesome, it's an awesome bard. Uh, but what does Rav Nachman say to, 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 you know, tell us that it's okay, there's a time and place, but now, now is the time to be simple. Right. So, a question. First of all, a book, a book I think is a great book. Do they have them here, Crossing the Narrow Bridge, in English? Or the Hebrew book, the Meshiv Nefesh, or Shetzal Pachas Nefesh, are two great books to start with. Um, crossing the Narrow Bridge. By who? From, from Breast of Research Institute. Crossing the Narrow Bridge. It's a very good book. I have a few copies. Um, or Meshiv Nefesh and Shetzal Pachas Nefesh in Hebrew. Yeah, those are very good start. They're great. Yeah, uh, about the second thing I'll tell you the truth that's the highest level on a personal note I found on a personal avoid the note I find also that, that when it happens usually, many times not always but many times when you can't get out of it Sataka go take that hour right then take those 10 minutes right then when you're feeling so bad to so say I'm designated these 10 minutes to avoid this to, to, to crying out Right now, because those sometimes are the best. I, uh, countless times, uh, Yitaka go out right then. So turn to Hashem right then. When the second Chizkiyo was told that he's going to have children, he's going to die, he turned to the wall and he started crying to Hashem. You know, when he, when he's, yeah, so when you're feeling that the deepest pain, so sometimes take that, actually think Chapa, because it's a great feeling. That, that run to the field right then when you're feeling horrible and miserable, it's rock, run out then. But no, when you come out of the field or wherever you go, it doesn't have to be Dafka the field. Then after that, you're being happy. Because I spent, I already spoke it out to Hashem, I dealt with it, and for now it's over. Then, then it's easier to achieve this thing of forcing yourself to be simple. Taka, don't force yourself. You're middle of the pain. The guy's he's bleeding, wounded. So no, I can't, I can't get abandoned now. I can't. I'm not to have the, the infirmary is closed. Get, get yourself abandoned. I'm saying, not abandoned. Get yourself, take care of it. So you could take care of it then. But then, but don't fool yourself. Because then after those 10 minutes or a half hour, whatever it is, then you got to be simple. Just to mention that, I, I, I tell me, if, correct me if I'm wrong in this mahalach that you're saying, Shua, just to say, I think it's not so much as far as forcing yourself to be the simcha. I think if you give your spa- yourself space to not, to, if you give yourself the space to be, to, to feel your atzvah, or your sadness, express it, then you'll naturally be the simcha. Right, right. It's not so much. Then you won't be feeling like the forcing, I'm right, forcing, I'm not forcing, I want to be happy, you know? Especially, I want to be having, I know that's my derech, that's the only way I'm going to be able to serve Hashem. We all know when we're feeling good. The second somebody tells us something not nice, or something we're not feeling good, we don't want to work for Hashem, we don't want to work for anybody. So, again, when we do Arbisim, because so it's something you want to achieve too. I want to feel like a good year, I want to do, feel good about doing the right thing. When it doesn't work, also, a major in the quiz is asking Hashem for the help. Because Hashem here, it's a major in the quiz. Yeah, I, wanna, I, I, I don't want to hold back the guys, let's just finish off. We could, we could end off here. You want to ask it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Baruch Hashem, I also have to go with Rebbe to Rebbe Hashem. Yeah. yeah. And um, I guess it's two things, but I, I realize that 
you know, Rav Shalom was there like a day before Rebbe, I believe, and like already, like right when Rebbe got there, he went straight to Chesed, where he started preparing for Yomtev, he started cutting <laughs> some salmon, you know, and you were doing it for Simcha. But I, I want to ask Rebbe a question, was that, was that Rebbe's like, a boda to like go to the Tzion like after like doing so much chesed because I know like Rabbi it took Rabbi a few uh, I think a day or two to actually get to the Tzion once you're there like me the first hour I was in Uman I quickly ran to the Tzion right away you know so yeah so I want to know if, if, if that was Rabbi like if Rabbi felt like that was Rabbi's aboda before he went to the Tzion and so, uh, and what was Rabbi's like whole like mindset once once you get to Oman. What should one do once right when he gets there? What should one think? What should Amazing. First of all, the question is amazing. Wow. So, can I just say the question in the recorder in case whoever's going to listen? The question was that when uh, Tzvi Singer went to Uman, this Rosh Hashanah with, with Rabbi Eisenberg, he was there a day before and he noticed that Rabbi Eisenberg, when he went, when Tzvi went, he went straight to, to Rav Nachman. He went straight to the Tzion. Uh, and he noticed that Rabbi Eisenberg did not go straight and he was busy or whatever he was doing, we're going to find that in a second, uh, doing chesed uh, like he always loves to do, uh, cutting up a salmon and vegetables and taking care of the, the people, the, the, the yidden. So Tzvi wants to know, was that deliberate? Was that specific? Was that mitkavanas, as they say? So that got me thinking, <laughs> bringing up the actual situation was um, for years, I, Baruch Hashem, I have been going for, I think, 17 or 18 years, Rosh Hashanah. Um, Baruch Hashem. So I did, all, most of the time, most of the years, almost all the years, I did exactly what you do, and I recommend everybody to do it. You come, don't waste time, don't waste your time, go to the tzir, and that's all you came for. You didn't come to buy some lasers and some BB guns, you know, <laughs> and some pizza for $15. Now I came to Uma for Rosh Hashanah. But but I hundreds and I I usually I did that and I did it this year specifically and it's something that developed over the past few years because where we stay is by my brother-in-law's place and the 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 place relies on 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 um, on not only chesed it relies on people uh, I can't say relies on it's a pri- it's a place where you, we're privileged to help do other do, uh, it's in the make it. It's what? It's what? It's in the name. It's in the name. Yeah, there's an akuda. There's an akuda. That personal avoda is that I realize that there needs to be help done in the kitchen. It's a place where if you zeicha, like you know, we spoke we by Rabbi a bunch of times. That's definitely inspired by Rabbi Nakuda is giving yidden food to eat. Is is a certain giving yidden doing chesed for others is a higher level. Is preparing yourself be'etzim for your own avoda. So I got the, that was the Nakuda. Now, before I wanted to go to the I really wanted to uh, do chesed before do, going to the tzin. On a personal thing, uh, that's what I did this year. Um, I feel something that I need to, I need to work on. I, I try to work on it. Yeah, thinking about it. It's true, I want to go, but it's something that needs to be done, taken care of. So I thought I should do it before. Um, but on that note, about going before, there's a story where Bianca Blois, that's how. Rabbi Yankel Bloy was a tremendous Paisic uh, Godel, Rabbi Yankel Bloy from uh, Sanhedria. So he was on the Badats, Eid Haredes, and he, they brought him to Uman to make the Eiru uh, once, years ago. And uh, right when he came, 
he asked, what do they do over here? He was a Yushalmi Yid, he wasn't abreast of the Bechlal. But, but he flew in out to Badatz to make the, help make the air around the town. So he said, what do they do by Rabbi Nachman? So they told him, the minigas, they said, Tinkal, they give a fruit to the Tzedakah. So he said, oh, but why don't you eat something? He said, no, no, the first thing, before I do anything else, I want to go to the Tzian and dive in there. And then he talked to care of everything else. So that's on that note. On um, a personal note, why I did, I felt like I wanted to help out before. Because it's something that we could always do. Chesed is always, it's, it's the, sometimes we go places, I don't think, and we all, we all want to hop. We all have the natural thing of hopping and doing, but when you give the greatest thing in the world is to do somebody else a favor. We should be zeichet to do people favors, do ourselves a favor. And the Ibz Hashem B'Simcha, Tamid, Lass Nach Zerach, Baruch Yeah, we want to. Yeah. I'll take you to go. I'll take you to go. Yeah, yeah. I had a comment and I was like, I, have a, I kind of thought of an answer for my own question. I'll like the switching off that, you know, I, I feel like the way I view it and maybe other people view the wrestler being the simple, it's like right away, okay, now I'm going to take this data and now this is how you do it. But it's the same thing with anything else in this world that it takes time to be able to do it and it takes avoid. work and, and avoid us to be able to, to learn how to do it in a, an effective way. To be able to be the simple, to have the time, to take the space. Yes. It's not just time. It feels more than other things. I'm like, just get right into it. Really, it's something else. It takes time and patience. Thank you, Rabbi Eisenberg. Thank you, Rabbi Eisenberg. Amazing, amaz